welcome to Outliers, a show about the lifestyle and culture of action sports. I'm your host, Molly Hawkins, snowboarder, action sports marketer, and minority on so many levels as a female in a leadership role in the action sports industry. Today, we're going to be talking about women in action sports. What is the current state? What does the future look like? And you know, what can we all do to help create opportunity for women? Some of you may be uh, more active as athletes or perhaps maybe just participants. Maybe you even work in the industry. So you may know what I'm talking about. You know, 10 years ago, it was pretty hard to find snowboard gear for um, my stature. You know, that was women specific. That met my needs. I was wearing guy stuff. Frankly, I kind of liked the guy stuff that was available um, at that time. But now it's it's crazy to see how far we've come. But uh, there's still a lot of opportunity to continue to grow that market. You know, if you look at Title IX, you go back to the 70s, um, you know, women have come a long way. One in 27 girls actually participated in high school sports. Now um, it's more like one in two women are participating in high school sports. So um, if you look at, you know, dig way back and look at where how far we've come, I know there's so much more room to grow. And, um, you know, that's why I get excited about this topic, you know, being a female, looking at how I can enrich my participation in snowboarding, you know, create opportunities for other women to work in this industry. So... Today, to shed some light on the subject, I have brought in Kim Woozy. She's a filmer, a photographer, owner of Mafia.com. That's M-A-H-F-I-A.com. Most of you probably have yet to hear about Mafia.com, but you will soon, no doubt. Um, Recently, Kim was featured in Transworld magazine on Grind TV and a number of uh, industry publications. As well, she was featured on a TED Talk recently, Welcome to the show, Kim. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me, Molly. Awesome. I'm Excited. glad to have you here. You are a curator of all things content when it comes to female action sports. Yes, um, I'd like to think so. <laughs> tell tell everybody a little bit about Mafia.com. How did you dream this up? Uh, Mafia started back in 2010, but um, I had been working in the skateboarding industry for um, about three years already. And... Um, I was doing marketing at Osiris and at the time they had launched a girl's brand. So, um, I was getting my feet wet and just learning kind of the ins and outs, um, of marketing, you know, in the action sports industry. And I started to work with a lot of, uh, female writers, um, skate, snow, surf, and wake. And, um, at the time that was kind of, you know, when magazines were, transitioning you know just we saw probably I can't even name the number of magazines that you know were doing well and just kind of had to fold at the time so you know we were just always talking about how it'd be awesome if there was um, you know a media outlet that showcased girls action sports in the way that we wanted to see it Um, and so we after um, my time at Osiris uh, I kind of you know got together with some of the girls Um, and we decided, okay, let's create a media outlet, but let's make it digital. Um, so that's kind of where it all came about. And, uh, my background is video. Um, so that's what I went to school for and I was excited to get back to it. So, um, it was, it was kind of an interesting time period because there wasn't a lot of like webisodes or web series yet back then. It was more just like online magazines and blogs. So we started out as a website, 
sort of like an online magazine. And then over the years, we've, you know, transitioned into focusing more on our actual videos. And now pretty much um, our site is uh, pretty much all video. So we're focusing all the content on that. Um, so, so, yeah. What was people, I mean, I remember back when people were trying to transition from the long form uh, DVDs and film projects to webisodes. And, you know, I even tried to get behind some at one of the companies that I was working at. And people were like, you're crazy. It's not going to work. It's a waste of money. You know, what was people, what were people's responses to, you know, your proposition and what you were trying to put out there? Um, I think it was hard for people to understand at the time. Um, there, I think there was a sh kind of a shorter lived period where online magazines made sense. And that was when people were, you know, understood like, okay, we'll buy, you know, banner space and all that. And then that sort of just was quit like short lived because I think, you know, with the introduction of like, you know, mobile phones and smartphones and just more kids with like laptops and tablets and, and whatnot, um, it kind of transitioned away from just your traditional online magazine or website and you really just had to focus on, you know, original content. So it was tough in the beginning. I don't think I don't, we even struggled to figure out, you know, what we wanted to do. So it was funny because in the beginning, a lot of people were like, so what is mafia? And I was like, well, it's kind of a lot of things. We're figuring it out. Cause it didn't exist then. So you're kind of building it. Yeah, exactly. Um, a lot of people thought we were like a t-shirt company, which is funny because we've like never sold any t-shirts, but, um, Maybe you should. yeah, I know. Right. Um, so yeah, I think it was, we were figuring it out, things were changing, like technology was changing. I mean, even like if, if I think about now, like back in 2009 or 2010, like not everyone had an iPhone, you know, so it wasn't like watching videos on your phone was a thing. And now like a lot of people do that. So, um, so yeah, it was a little bit, you know, a lot of f just figuring out, but we always kind of had the attitude of like, okay, let's just adapt to what we you know, what we see works and where, you know, it's all about like what the kids are doing nowadays, you know, it's like, so, okay, are the kids watching videos on their phones? Like, right. okay, then we got to, you know, that's where we want to focus our energy. So it's constantly changing, but um, yeah, we're kind of just always trying to adapt to what we think is going to be the next, you know, the next step or the, or the way to get our stories out there, you know? So you have the platform, you have the attention of large companies, you've worked with the likes of I think who who were you working with? You went out to China recently. Uh, we were actually in Japan, oh, um, and uh, one of uh, our awesome partners um, that we started working with this for the earlier this year is Penny Skateboards. So um, they're awesome to work with because they have a large female audience as well. A lot of their customers are girls, and it's. Um, it's a fun brand because they're really trying to, uh, you know, it's all about increasing participation. So it's like the kid that probably, you know, doesn't, he doesn't skate, he or she doesn't skateboard. And that's her first, you know, introduction into, you know, action sports. So it's kind of cool because it's, you know, they're, they're bright and they're colorful and they're fun and, you know, they're like fashionable too. So um, it's really something for, it's like the brand that's for everyone. It's not super core and cool and it's not about like exclusivity. It's just about like, look, if you have fun, you know, riding this board <laughs> down the street, then do it, you know, like go for it. It's, it's fun and it's for everyone. So we were, we started working with them. Um, and it's been great. Uh, they pretty much, you know, came to us and they were like, we're stoked on what you guys are doing. And, you know, we want you to continue to do what it is you do. So it's different because in the past we've done a lot of, you know, freelance work or commercial work and it's pretty much just like, you know, we're a video production company and someone needs, you know, a promo video or, or an ad or something. And 
and it was different with Penny because they're like, um, you know, we don't really want to tell you what to do because we're not experts in, you know, in the girls market. So we just want you to do what you do. And, um, we just want to be a part of it. So that, that was really rad. And, um, uh, basically one of our team writers, uh, Lizzie Armanto is, uh, is one of their, um, uh, she, they basically sponsor her. So, but it's almost more like an ambassador, not right. so much like a team writer. So you're producing your so. own content. You're producing content for other people. Now, have you seen that, you know, help, you know, help reach more women, create more participation? I think so. Um, I think that, you know, for me, like growing up, snowboarding and skateboarding and all that stuff like I was always super pumped to see you know girls in magazines like whether it was like SG mag or if it was like a girl in you know one of the guys mags um it always took that someone you know that looks like me to be like okay well now I can imagine myself doing it so I think it is important to get content of girls you know riding out there so that we can increase, you know, participation and just like keep girls that are interested in it stoked on it. Cause if they, if a girl, you know, decides like, Oh, I'm interested in skateboarding and, you know, she goes to the skate park and it's just, you know, all dudes, or she just doesn't see any other girls riding because she doesn't have, there's not content out there. Then she might just say, think to herself, Oh, okay. Like maybe it's just not for me. Like maybe, it, you know, right. this was a bad idea or something. But I think if she can constantly see new content, and that's why the internet's awesome. Um, I think that can keep her stoked and it can kind of keep motivating her to be like, okay, I, you know, I do want to do this cause I want to be like her. I want to skate like her or whatever. So, um, so yeah, I think that it's, it's reach, it's getting out there. Um, and I get a lot of great feedback. So like probably the things that excite me the most is when I get that random email from, you know, uh, some girl in like some even like some random country like Bulgaria or something you know and she's like uh, like I'm super stoked like I have a crew here like I ride you know with all my friends and and that's what makes me like super stoked to to keep doing what we're doing because that's really what it's all about because it's you know in a way it's not it's not mainstream culture you know and uh for me growing up I always felt like I, you know, I was like the only girl, one of the only girls that like skated or snowboarded at my school. I like, had a few friends that did it, but I always would wish there was like more girls that, you know, I could have friends to ride with and stuff like that. It's so, so funny. I hear I, I've said that myself and I hear that from all my girlfriends that I snowboard with or that I, I ride with now. And it's funny because it's like I've seen I know there are a lot of women out there, but it's like, where are you guys? And like growing yeah. up, it's like we, we they were out there, but there just uh, there wasn't a lot of exposure for women in the films and in the magazines and, you yeah. know, gear. You know, there was very little gear out there when exactly, we were yeah, coming up in sure. it. Again, we have Kim Woozy of Mafia.com, that's with an H, and we are talking about the ever-so-important topic of women in action sports. So tell me, Kim, what do you think, what, what in your opinion is the biggest obstacle facing women's action sports? Well, I think it's tough right now. You know, the industry in general, it's it's a tough time um, for everyone. I think we're sort of at this transition period where, you know, five, even, you know, five to ten years ago, action sports was it's totally its own you know niche and it was it wasn't mainstream you know and it in the past you know five to ten years or even more recently we've seen it sort of explode into the mainstream with the olympics and just stuff on mtv and whatever um so it's transitioning you know out of its own little niche like clubhouse to 
you know, the attention of mainstream media and mainstream brands, huge corporations that now, you know, want to be a part of it because they know that that's what the kids, you know, are looking at and wanting to do. So it's this whole transition period. And I think it's hard for, you know, the industry in general for, you know, the guy side and the girl side, but I think specifically for the women's side, um, you know, if the guy's side is struggling in terms of industry, in terms of sales and core, you know, sales and all that stuff, then of course the girls are not going to be doing well because if they're struggling, you know, it's like you got to keep your, your A team, you know, healthy. And if you, and if you're struggling there, then, you know, your B team is definitely not going to get any, you know, of the extra resources. So that's always how it is. You know, it comes down to numbers and women's sales are, have always, been a lesser you know percentage than men's sales so so that that begs a question is there just a ch- is there a chance that women just don't play the same way as the boys do do you think that physiologically biologically that women maybe are predisposed to desire at a different level sports and maybe I don't know. Um, I, I feel like I've been posed with that question, you know, and guys yeah, will say that well, I often, think I the think. thing is, like, people always try to compare, like, okay, well, uh, I get this a lot, right? Like, they say, oh, well, we're not going to run that skate shot of this girl in this magazine because what she's doing just isn't at the level of right. the other tricks that are in this magazine, and which I understand, like, that makes sense if you look at it from that perspective, but... I think it's totally like that's the wrong I think mentality which I but that's just where they're coming from which I understand but that's like comparing apples and oranges you know if you are looking at sale if you are a company that like is trying to sell product to females whether your product is unisex or you make female specific product I think that like you have to look at the marketing differently, you know? So the way that girls shop and, you know, share and socialize their interests and, you know, the things that they buy is different than guys. So Mm -hmm. A, you have to market them differently if you're a brand. And then from the media aspect, um, it's, it's not about if a girl is as good as a guy, it's about what value does she have to a potential audience or potential customers if you're trying to reach that if you're trying to grow you know sales and numbers and you're trying to reach new customers then you should consider you know uh you know girls in general because that's a whole new demographic that you could be if you know if you're focusing on sales and that's something that you should be looking at i i definitely think you know accessibility and attainability is huge when i can't imagine myself doing something that say these athletes are doing in the magazines i write it off you know and exactly you, I, yeah. I, and and that's the thing too with girls it's like you know I can't speak for everyone but I think personally just for me like it's not just about the action and the gnarly tricks and going bigger and higher and all that stuff because like at the end of the day I'm not like when I was growing up I always knew I was like I'm not going to be a pro you know snowboarder pro skateboarder I just like it because it's fun and it like makes me happy and I it's a it's like the most fun thing ever that I do you know hobbies that I do with my friends So like the stuff that I want to see, like it is awesome to see all the gnarly, crazy stuff, but also like I want to see more of the lifestyle, you know, I'm like, okay, like if you're, you know, a pro skateboarder, snowboarder, surfer, like what do you do in your free time? Like what's it like to travel the world? Like, you know, getting to shred like all the best spots, like that's the stuff that I'm more interested in. And uh, I think it's harder. It what back then it was harder for guys to understand, you know, some of the dudes in our industry to understand how to market girls because it's just different marketing guys is really, there's a formula, you know, it's like who's doing what trick and who's progressing and who's winning what contest and who has the most epic, you know, film part. 
Um, so, but it's totally different with girls. And I think that one the stuff, the, the areas where I saw success for the girls, you know, market and girls brands was when they had a girl who did the sports kind of, you know, helping to give input or calling the shots. Cause then they ultimately know exactly what girls want to see because that they're the girl, you know, and, and that's, and when the, the marketing's authentic, like it works, I feel. So instead um, of talking at women from a male perspective, you know, you're saying that some of the brands that were killing it, doing it well, were actually, they had women behind calling. The yeah. Shots. They either had women, you know, they had a, they had a women's marketing manager who knew like maybe she snowboarded or skateboarded, um, or, you know, even from the design aspect, like one of the things that I remember specifically was, um, just, it's so simple that I, I just feel like it's a bridge that isn't, it just wasn't there and it needed to be built. And I was hoping, you know, like I saw the potential for that bridge to be built. So I made it happen. But even here's a really small example was, um, like back when I worked at Osiris, uh, the designer, the women's footwear designer was a really good friend of mine and she was doing, you know, the colors and the materials of the shoes. And, she went to uh, fit him. So she was like a fashion background and she was amazing. Like she's an amazing artist and she would come up with, you know, awesome stuff. But when it came to the skate shoes, um, you know, I was working directly with one of our team writers and she was like, Hey, if you throw, you know, a gum sole on the bottom of this model, like I can actually skate in this girl's shoe because mm. it's grippier. But if it's just some cool color, like I'll wear it cause I'm stoked on it, but it won't last as long and I can't skate in it. So I was like, okay. So just bringing them two together and every time, you know, it was like time to work on product. Like I, you know, we'd have the writers come in and like talk about it. Like that helped a lot. And I think just bridging that gap was like a major thing that I, it, I just don't think like, not a lot of people maybe just don't have the, you know, ability to do that. Or maybe it's just all guys at their company, you know, so it's hard. They're trying to guess like, okay, what do girls want or what are girls like? So I don't know. I think one solution actually is that we need more, um, like intelligent, talented, passionate girls in our industry. Like, I think that's a big key is that, you know, not maybe five to 10 years ago, there wasn't, you know, the opportunity to have a women's marketing manager who actually snowboarded or skateboarded or surfed because there just wasn't enough girls who were working in our industry. So that's something that I think is changing. And I think there's, I meet tons of young girls who are like in college or about to graduate. And they're just like, I'd love to work in the action sports industry. And I'm like, great, awesome. Like we need girls like you who like love to ride and, you know, you have the skills and the talent to like work hard and make some stuff happen. So what else do you think? I mean, that's huge. I think getting getting women, you know, uh, access to those opportunities and kind of laying a pathway out there so that they can maybe one day work in marketing or work in development or design for any number of these action sports companies. But, you know, what are other, you know, factors or opportunities that you see? Um, I think there's a couple things that I see going on right now that's kind of like changed a lot in the past couple of years. But I think that we'll see a lot of success with some of these smaller brands that are started by women that are specific to women, um, just because they're able to create the product that they know exactly what the girls out there want. So I think that it's hard for sure, but right now is probably a good time to start a company because of all the, like just technology, like it's, it's a lot easier than it was, you know, even five years ago. So um, I, I see that happening and I'm stoked on that. And, you know, one good example is um, Meow Skateboards, who's uh, started by my friend Lisa Whitaker, who's been a skate filmer for, you know, more than a decade now. 
and she's friends with all, you know, the street skaters and none of them, they were all losing their board sponsors because there just wasn't enough budget. So none of the best street skaters in the world, like I'm talking like some of the best girls, like didn't even, can even get boards, you know? And so she was like, let's just start our own company. So now she started Meow and all the writers um, get to like, they have tons of input on their graphics and, you know, what, where they like, where they want to see this going. So that's rad. And I think stuff like that will start to have a lot of success because they're making product that isn't out there and none of the other brands can do because they're just strapped right now, you know, or with budgets and stuff like that. So I think stuff like that. And then, you know, the more media, which is awesome. And, you know, I think we're not the only ones doing it. There's a lot of other girls, you know, creating their media. I know like in Europe, there's like the lipstick productions crew and that's a crew of snowboarders and they're all, they're shooting their own videos and webisodes. And it's awesome to watch because I love watching their stuff. Like I feel like I'm right there hanging out with them. Whereas I could tell if something's like shot by a guy or just, it's very corporate, then I just, there's not as much like realness to it. So I just, I don't know. It doesn't speak to me as much. Um, and so I think girls shooting other girls, uh, creating their own media, like writers creating their own stuff. That's awesome. Um, brand started by girls. And then also the other thing that I see happening is, um, some of these larger, you know, companies or even smaller companies, but outside of like the core of the action sports industry, um, they are understanding of the value of girls and they don't have this sort of like history of like boys club mentality where they're like no no we can't do that it's like no they're like no we we want a girl like that's awesome like they're stoked you know so that's that's I see that happening with some like out like brands that are totally not even you know they're just more lifestyle brands um and you know some people might say like oh well that's selling out but honestly like I don't see it that way I see like if a company who's legit and smart and like a solid company there and they see the value in girls and they want to support the girls then I'm all for it I'm like that's awesome because there's so many people for so long that you know shut the door on a lot of these girls so um so I see that happening you know they're they're non they're non-core brands they're lifestyle brands or they're mainstream products or whatever it is you know or even like tech products but I think that's awesome because they understand the value and there's not sort of this like ego involved um, they understand that girls, some of these girls have just as many fans as the guys, if not more, you know? It's exciting. So. It seems like there's a lot of really great momentum out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what can women or men, for that matter, who are listening to the program, what can they do to to help, you know, to play a part? I think um, just supporting the girls, the com- supporting the brands that really are supporting the girls and not just using them. Like, because I think a lot of brands make women's product and they'll, you know, use, they'll use models or something like that. And that really isn't giving back to the industry. Like they'll use models and they won't have team riders or they won't support anything that actually encourages like, you know, the actual sport. It's really just like a fashion thing or whatever. And I think that's kind of tragic because they're supposed to, they're like, they're marketing the lifestyle, but then they're not actually contributing to the culture. They're not which, putting that money back into the industry. Exactly. The so it's kind right. of, they're just like using it. And especially for girls, it's like, 
you're putting out this idea of like you're a surf brand or you're a skate brand or whatever, you know, action sports lifestyle brand. And you're really just, it's, it's all sort of surface. You're saying, okay, well you should buy our shorts because like surfing's cool and sexy, but then you're not putting anything back into it. Like, I think that's definitely tragic or you're just, you know, you have one team rider and you're flowing her some product and then for every photo shoot, you know, you're hiring the top bikini model. So I think that might work for now for sales, just quick sales. But I think in ter- if you want to stay in it and you want to be, you know, an actual like legit company in this space, then you really have to show that like you care about girls action sports and the Your progression of it. You can't just like yeah. sell product and say that you're a surf brand, but then not, you know, support female surfers. So um, but yeah, I think in terms of guys and girls, like what, what people can do, I think support the brands that really do support girls and aren't just sort of like using, you know, our sports to make money. Um, and then also I think just, I don't know, but I see it happening already. Like I think the, the, the biggest difference is that it was just time. There's a generation now that's having kids, having daughters. These guys grew up skating and surfing and snowboarding and now they, they have daughters. So they, maybe the mentality they used to have or their friends used to have this idea of like, Oh, girls can't skate or, Mm -hmm. you know, that's whatever. Like that's changing completely because they're now having daughters and they want their daughter to skate. Like if you're a skateboarder, wouldn't you want your daughter to skate instead of like, I don't know what, do whatever else that she can be doing, you know? So I think that's happening. And I think that's, that's a huge factor in, in the, in the change. Um, because like we need the guy support and we need like, you know, both support from the men and women, so for me, I think a lot of it's just supporting the brands that are really supporting girls. If you are a girl, then it makes sense. You should support the brands. You know, I grew up like loving Nikita. I was like obsessed with Nikita. Oh, yeah. And like, was- that was like the one brand that was like, you know, to me was authentically supporting like female snowboarders and um, other action sports. And that's why I always repped it super hard, you know, so um, so go so out yeah. and buy products, female specific products, yep. support the companies that are making badass products for women yep uh, go get a degree and bring that degree back into the industry <laughs> yeah we need uh, like uh, it's the, the best thing about the action sports industry there's so much there's a lot of opportunity to do a lot of things so if you love skateboarding or snowboarding or surfing and you know maybe you know that you're just not cut out to be a pro rider which like that's a tough you know that's a tough that's a small percentage like guess what you can still have (laughs) an awesome rest of your you know life doing the things that you love doing growing up by working in the industry or starting your own company or working with some other awesome company and you still get to do all those sports and you get to be around the culture and that's amazing and I think um, when I was younger, I wish someone told me, I had no idea that it, there was such thing as like oh, a, a team manager for, you know, a, a, a women's brand or something like that. So none of us had any, I mean, none of us really had access to that or knowledge of it. So. Yeah. Yeah. So now I think I see a lot of good things happening where the girls that are in it are mentoring other girls. Like, um, we we did, you know, a series, um, I worked with Lauren Mockin at Transworld when she was at Transworld, and we did a whole series of industry ride days and networking um, events. And um, I th- we're gonna—I see that happening in different um, regions, which is awesome. I know you guys are—you guys have like industry ladies um, group going on too, and uh, I, we're working on something with Group Y for next year. Oh, that's awesome! Um, so yeah, there's a lot of good stuff. I think you know it just takes a lot—the girls who are in it—to like be open-minded and like 
talk to the other girls at the other companies and be friends with them because you'll learn a lot. And it, it's like, we have to work together. We can't it, like, you can't have this like competitive attitude. Whereas like, I'm better than you type of thing. Like that's not beneficial to anyone really. And like, if we want to continue to grow and progress our industry and our culture in the way that we want it to, like, we have to be active in terms of like saying, you know, what you really feel and, doing things like proactively get out there and make things happen, whether that's like your own events, your own brand, or just like networking with other girls or just, you know, whatever it is, whatever it is that you're passionate about. Like, I think you just got to go for it and that'll help everyone sort of come together and just like amazing things will happen. I already see that happening too, which is great. So it's exciting. Well, thank you so much for coming in. Actually, of course. No, thank you for having me. I'm before stoked. Before um, I let you sneak away, however, I want to hear about your TED Talk. I just want to know where people, myself included, could go to hear your illuminating TED Talk. <laughs> um, it's going to go live next week, I believe. Um, so it'll be on the TEDx YouTube channel, but we will for sure post it on Mafia, our website, mafia.com or mafia.tv. It's the same URL. And uh, I believe that it'll be um, circulated around. I know, I think um, I have a couple friends, uh, industry media um, outlets that will be posting it, but for sure it'll be on mafia. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it was a, it was an awesome experience and it was all volunteer based everyone involved. So that's why it's like taking a little bit longer to get this edited and up, but, um, yeah, it'll be up really soon. So hopefully really quickly, what was the topic? Um, the title of my talk was if she can do it, so can I, but basically it's almost everything we just talked about how we just need, um, you know, more media for girls to stay in these sports and can continue to be stoked. Um, and also just in general for, it, it applies to really people outside of action sports as well. Like if you, you know, I have a lot of friends that don't, you know, ride or anything like that, but they're sorry, you know, they have daughters and they're just like, they people are looking for something some sort of positive inspiration for kids nowadays because there's so much garbage out there you know with um just every outlet possible like you can consume so much media and if you're not really trying hard like you might just end up watching reality tv all day you know and that to me is like scary because that stuff is just like it's designed exactly to make you feel a certain way and like make you want to buy stuff. I don't know. It's just like, there needs to be other stuff out there for young girls who are like looking for their hobby that might, you know, change their lives. Like there just needs to be better stuff like skateboarding, like awesome. Get your daughter skateboard, like let her skateboard. Otherwise, like, I don't know. She's just going to be spending all her time stressing on looks or whatever, you know, like, um, so yeah, I just think that if we can get you know, action sports out there, I think, you know, you know, and I know, like, it changed my life for sure. Like, that's how I define myself. Oh, I wouldn't be the same person had it not been for action sports. I don't know what I would be doing. But I was like, I'm definitely not the type to, you know, want to sit in an office all day, like wearing like a business suit. So I may do that a lot, but I don't wear the business suit. So yeah, yeah. So Well, I can't wait to see that TED Talk, you know, and if you guys have not gotten enough on this topic or from Kim, 
make sure to check that out. We'll post it on the Outliers website. Thank you again, Kim, for coming on um, to talk about women in action sports. Visit our website, outliersproject.com, for more on Kim, on mafia.com, and on women in action sports. And tune in for more Outliers. We'll see you again soon.